All right. Have you been there before? No, I've never been there before. All right, we're back on. So, yeah, and did they have any of the other ones read for any other parts? I don't know. I do not know. Yeah, I can't... Probably. I can't imagine any of you playing any other roles than the ones you guys played, because you guys just played them so much to a T. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the great thing about being an actor, is that you have to be able to do whatever they put in front of you, you know? Yeah, exactly. And a big part of acting is psychology, too. You have to pretty much be a good psychologist. Yeah. Totally. I would be a horrible psychologist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he gives me bad advice all the time. Definitely needs, like, you know, malpractice insurance. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think you'd be good. Yeah. 20 years ago, maybe not so much. But like, hey, how's that? <laughs> and I heard Heidi became a lawyer, didn't she? Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, good for her. I'm really glad that all of you found your true callings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah make. I can't. I, I couldn't even explain when we. Yeah, she did some. She's done some like relief work in Haiti. She's yeah. been all over the world, so she's basically saving the planet. Yeah, you know, wow. it's pretty awesome. And she, she, like, she took that character trait and ran with it. Yeah. yeah, she did, and she's doing many, many wonderful things. Like she's just done a lot of amazing work, and she's yeah. still doing it. It's just. It's just truly amazing, like, in the technological field of, like, like helping people. <laughs> like, it's just, it's absolutely stunning and amazing, that, that the work that she does. Oh, and my. same with Heidi, too. I mean, these, these, these women, I, I tell you, they're just really strong and, 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 and just amazing, amazing people. Oh, man. Yeah, that I, that makes me so happy. I mean, it's all, the, the fact that... I looked. I really looked up to all of you growing up. Um, you guys were like my at my afternoon schedule every day. So yeah, it um makes me so glad that things are going so well for you guys for the most part. Yeah. So um, have you lived in LA your whole life? Well, I, I know Danny has. We've already, been down, we've already been down this road. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I am a born and raised Los Angeles person. Um, oh, nice. And I love LA so much. Do you do, do you do a lot of traveling? Yeah, I do, especially lately. Um, I went to Guadalajara earlier this year, and I'm getting ready to head to uh, Costa Rica, um, and uh, I hope to continue to do that. Uh, uh, to work and travel. That's like my, my, I love it. Have you been to? Like have you been to South Florida? Um, I actually have for uh, two different weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I've been, 
I've been to Florida twice, um, and it was very hot both times that I went. Which part of the state was it? Um, I went to Miami. Miami's in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. That's actually close to where I live. I'm about 25 minutes from Miami. Great. I also went to Key West. Key West is beautiful. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Florida's Florida's really fun. It's, it's a lot of, you guys got uh, really amazing firework uh, stores. Oh, yeah. And, I thought was pretty amazing. And I don't know about <laughs> it. In California, yeah, they don't have it. No. I mean, I walked into one and it was like, all you guys have are fireworks? And you're bigger, like, there's as big as like a CBS with like every firework you could ever imagine. Yeah. Like, and- you're round? Like, that's just insane. Oh yeah, down. Yeah, down. Yeah, I had to go to a wedding. Of course, I bought some fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We actually bought those floating lanterns that you put like a light, and then they float up to the sky. Oh wow! Yeah, so we bought a bunch of those for all of us couples to, you know, to throw out there. And then I guess you know whoever's uh, lantern like hit the water, you know, they, they weren't going to make it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But it was amazing to, um, to, to, to do that. But, yeah, they have those in the fireworks stores. It's not just, you know, fireworks. Yeah, down here you're allowed to set off your own. Pretty- yeah, that's crazy. I don't think it's legal here, but there's tons yeah. on my block. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> legal up in <laughs> Philly where I grew up. I grew up in Philly. It wasn't yeah. legal there either. Wow, yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely got to plan a reunion tour down here. I know you guys do periodic reunion tours, right? Yeah, we got some stuff coming up this year at some point. Nothing, nothing like that, but, but we're, we're working on it. Yeah. Have anything planned for the 30th anniversary? Uh, no. When, is, when exactly is that? I think 91 is when season one aired. Yeah, it was. 91 to 93. Gotcha. But yeah, if you guys make it down here, you got a free tour guide. And I would also give you guys a free place to stay if my futon was bigger. My um futon unfortunately only fits one person. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well you Danny could always be a gentleman and give you the futon. Like you, what, what, are, what are you? What are you? Uh, your with all of your artwork. Like what? What's what's your? I mean, it's I I can draw for like shit. What is what do you do that for? Do you do that for a living? Like what's what's your sort of like? How did you? Is it just yeah. Fun? Like what's it, it, it's it's interesting. It's a little mix of both. So I started um, drawing when I was like age three, and I just noticed like 
cartoons on the TV one day, and I was really fascinated by them. So I would literally take like my grandmother's fax paper, slap them on the TV, and then try and draw them to see if I can like oh, get wow. their likeness before they like disappeared and the show came back. Yeah. yeah so something something about that sparked a like a fire inside me, and I I just started like drawing and drawing and drawing, and I never really gave it up. Like even through elementary school, I was making my own comic books and my own stories and using like a stapler to staple paper together with my own characters on it. Um, I took a few cartooning classes. Um, there's this place in Cheshire, Connecticut called Barker Animation, and it's also like a cartoon history museum as well that offered like a summer camp that I, I did. So I learned like some fundamentals there. And then um, in college, I... I um, became like an animation major because I just really loved like the film industry and being able to tell stories through like a visual medium. Um, so I, I pursued that and ended up getting a BFA at RIT and just kind of been working as a freelance illustrator since then. Thank you. Yeah, caught, definitely caught my attention. The first time I saw his work was on an Are You Afraid of the Dark page, and then all of a sudden I see his drawings. He did them so perfectly, and it brought back all of my childhood nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't planning on nightmares, more like memories, but I, I mean, at least they gave you an emotional response. Yes. Is, there you go. You know, the goal of any great storyteller. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think the first picture of yours I saw was the one of Flynn turning around. <laughs> oh, yeah, that moment where, like, he snaps his neck 180 degrees and he says, I sort of died! Yeah, oh, that, God, that traumatized that like, me. <laughs> oh, I know, that was, like, the exact moment I knew I loved the show, though, at the same time. It's, like, a weird, scary, excited feeling. Yeah, and that episode gets so hated on, too, all because of the little kid, and then it's, like... yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah it was... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, his acting might not might have been bad, but it's not like everyone in that episode was a bad actor. No, I'm... not at all. It was really just like his line delivery, like his inflection was just not like into his role that much. So I can understand why it's distracting, but the rest of the crew was pretty strong. I mean, Dr. Vink was interesting in his little like Hagrid hut out in the woods and Flynn was creepy enough that it got my attention, so it's yeah. Yeah, a decent episode still. Oh yeah, I thought it was a really good episode for that 180 head spin alone, I think made the episode epic. Yeah, well, that's why I drew it. <laughs> that's what stood out to me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch any of the other, like, the sort of shows that were on the network at that time or anything like that? Oh yeah. Um, of, um, oh, sorry. Oh, Brett, you did? Yeah, but if you if you want to talk, I'll let you talk first. It's hard <laughs> to keep track of four people on the phone. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I especially liked our show, though, too. I'm trying to think of... I mean, I think I watched a little bit of Clarissa Explains It All. Um, I was... I loved uh, You Can't Do That on Television. That's a classic. Oh, that's a classic. With the slime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was really, really cool. And that, 
Yeah, that show lived up to its name, too. The things that they got away with on that show to this day are amazing. <laughs> that yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, that was like the darkest, most um, un-PC kids comedy in history. <laughs> right? I, I didn't really call up that show. Yeah, definitely has a raw feeling to it. Yeah, it's one of those shows that it's so epic, but at the same time, you had like such a discomforting feeling watching it because it was just so wrong. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, exactly. You had a one skit with a chef who with who where all the guys got food poisoning. Oh yeah, uh, his name's Barf. He's like very dirty looking, and he just like gives kids really ooh, cringy food. <laughs> oh god, I'll never. You have Atlanta Morissette. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, she was on one season. Yeah, yeah. Was she a regular or like a guest star? Um, she was only in like six episodes, I think. But yeah. She was considered a regular in those six episodes. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, it helped I like her. They did the sort of like, uh, like they, they sort of like threw back to like laughing, where they would come out. I think that what are they? They would come out of like a, a locker. Oh yeah. Right? And so and like yeah. Mm-hmm. Really kind of like the old laughing thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Callback. I remember the lockers. It was like in between segments occasionally where they'd all pop out mm-hmm. and like say a joke mm-hmm. and a punchline. That and they yeah. that they literally that's how they would communicate. I remember one of them would pop out and call another one's name, and they and then the one whose name they called they would pop out. Yeah. yeah. Oddly enough, there's a there's a laughing sort of like retrospective special on Netflix. Yes, I saw it. I saw it. And I believe I believe Courtney Conte is responsible for that. Or part of that. Really? Which was the executive director. Yeah, he went on to do a lot. Yeah, he went on to do a lot. But yeah, I'm I like I like I watched the two good. Yeah. But yeah, it's so hard to pick a favorite from the network, but salute your shorts takes the cake for me. Well, you have to say that now because we're on the we're on the call. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want a more unbiased opinion? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think at least. Yeah. Um, for most people that are in my age demographic, which is like late twenty somethings, early thirty somethings, who kind of grew up with the early nineties Nickelodeon when the golden age was just beginning. I would say, like, Salute Your Shorts, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, and Are You Afraid of the Dark were, like, the top three live-action shows at the time that really hooked people's attention. And uh, as I find time and time again in, like, online communities and just meeting people randomly, it, it somehow always comes up in conversation. So clearly those shows yeah. have left a positive impact, which is great to see all these years later. Yeah, P- Pete and Pete was like almost a stoner show for kids. You watch it now, it makes for a good stoner <laughs> show. <laughs> it's definitely quirky, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a very surreal show. It was like one of those shows you'd almost see on Adult Swim now. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's like so random, but so much fun to watch. Yeah. 
And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, a buddy of mine met those two when in the Fort Lauderdale Comic Con a few years ago. He got to meet Pete and Pete. Yeah, they're great. They're funny. Those two guys are. Those two guys are a hoot. Yeah, uh, they have a lot of great chemistry together, and it's great. Yeah, that they have that like brotherhood still going even after the show all these years later. And they do some like li- they do some like live like uh, you know it's almost like a, like an improv type of, like I know they do some like live like stuff together. They're they're really they're funny too. Yeah, I have to check them out sometime. I actually funny story. I they were at the Hartford Convention Center like a day before I moved back to Connecticut, so I just missed them. And when I moved to California briefly. Uh, they were out there just before I got there, so it's like I'm I'm still chasing them in a way. <laughs> you you keep missing them. Yeah, I'll, I'll get them one. Yeah, no, they're 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 funny. We did a we did a thing in uh in Austin a few years ago, and and it was it was a lot of fun. They were they're funny. Yeah, that's awesome. And all three of the above mentioned shows have also aged really well too. There's a couple of shows. <laughs> from the network that you watch them now, such as for me personally, I watch, if I watch all that now, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Liking this crap? Has <laughs> yet. Yeah. Ooh, no. They're, they're, re- they're remaking that one, aren't they? Yeah, I think they already yeah, did. From the original cast, he is recurring in the next season, the new season, the reboot of it. Is yeah, as a as a little as a little kid, I loved that show, and I tried watching it years ago as an adult. I'm like, wow, this sucks. What was I thinking? <laughs> Maybe it depends on the season too, because I know earlier ones people tend to associate more with, but the later ones it doesn't quite fit. <laughs> so you, you don't sometimes sometimes it's better to to just. To like leave leave it at the memory that you had of it is yeah yeah you know yeah. like sometimes maybe it's not it's you know it, it pays off to to not have it be so accessible yeah yeah so to maybe like, you're right Jenny yeah <laughs> <laughs> right just just stay on the TV I don't need to, I don't need to see you in person. Right, you know, it's nice, it's on, like, grainy VCR, like, video, right, right. you know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, you can't, nobody needs to see that, in my definition. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I heard all the episodes on YouTube of Salute Your Shorts, they were all uploaded from Michael Bauer's old VHS tapes. Oh, no kidding. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, except... Except yeah. the quality's horrible. Like, I'll still try to watch it, but it's so hard. Not only the picture quality, but the sound quality's horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. At the big... find some original tapes or something from uh, maybe Steve Slavkin or... Well, I've seen actually show. good quality uh, versions of uh, the episodes. I don't know where or how, but they do exist. Yeah, because um, I have to track them down. Well, they were... They were playing them on like like P Nick or like one of one of oh, their like offshoots. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's just a matter of like, getting some airtime again, or possibly going to TV, which would be awesome. But it's just a matter of time. I'm hoping. 
streaming probably because who has a, does anybody on a, still on a DVD player? I do. Well, my there's one attached to my TV. <laughs> Yeah, not too. Yeah. But yeah, and I looked on. on, on <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, that, now that's a rare chum. And I looked on Amazon. It looks like on Amazon they literally only sell individual episodes for like two ninety nine. They don't sell. Yeah. Wow. I noticed that, and they're not even like in order, and not the whole season. So I'm sure a lot of fans are. Uh, Wanting, like, complete sets instead of the individual helpings. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind so much if it, if you ordered it from your TV, but I'm not going to have one individual episode delivered to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all you know, it could be the second part of uh, Budget Club's g <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Out of order. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Brett, you met um Michael Bauer, right? Yeah, I have. Um, I talked to him a few times on Facebook and Instagram when I did some art. And I actually, uh, before I met Michael, I was in touch with Trevor Eister, who did Sponge a few years back. Um, he, I don't know, I don't even know how he met. I think it was just like me commenting something sleep shorts related on you know, Facebook, or kind of like uh, you and Danny Cooksey. And he just started seeing some of my art and just were talking, but um, I don't really know what happened then. My memory's kind of a haze because I moved around a lot in the 2010s. Uh, I just know that like the reunion, one of the reunions happened after that. And I remember he, he said something about like being unsure if he wanted to or if he could show up and he ended up showing up. So I was happy for him, but um, just kind of fell out of touch. But Michael, I keep in touch with here and there, and he's even liked some of my art, like the Zeke the Plumber art I did. And then I think there's some art circulating uh, where there's like donkey lips with uh, art like faded in the back of his head, like a memory. Um, that seems very really mm. popular. That's your, art is, your art is really amazing. Thank you. I appreciate I, that. I am a fan. You're really great. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. Once I'm done with all the Are You Fed the Dark stuff, because I'm actually in the process of making a episode guidebook for that series, uh, I definitely want to revisit PET and Salute Your Shorts uh, with you know more art because I love those shows equally. Even though you know Are You Fed the Dark's taking up all my time right now. <laughs> you know, it's it's got to take you, it's got to take you a long time to to get all that together. I can't imagine. Oh, believe me, it has a lot longer than I expected. Um, I mean, I've been working on the book, you know, if I count the very first drawing that I started for two years now, since October 2017, and just about nearing the end with the final edits. So once that's out in the wild, then I can move on to, you know, maybe a Pete and Peter or a Sleepy Shorts book. Who knows? Or you could just make me some Sleepy Shorts stickers. I see it. Like, Actually, stickers. it's weird to say that because... <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I have a Redbubble store that I, I do stickers. I actually uploaded a Telly one today. No so you way. can go check that out. Yeah. She's like, has a back, backwards baseball cap and all the like, her sport balls in her arm. And go check it out if you want. And there's also a, a Budnick one as well. Oh, nice. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. That's rad. You just look Thanks. up redbubble.com and then you look where? 
Um, or the well, the, the website, you're yeah, the website that I give most people is redbubble.com slash people slash Brett Wilson art. Brett Wilson art is my like art brand. Um, so that should come up for you guys. And then it's segmented into different categories. So there's like an Art for the Dark section, Pete and Pete section, and Sleep Short section. Um, oh, and recently, no. I've been adding more designs because, you know, like Dan, I know I want to get the word out there and generate interest again in the shows. So that's my way of doing it is making art, getting discussions started and seeing where it goes. And, you know, and this is instance, that's how we're all here today. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're all really uh, impressed every time you. your pictures come up. Um, my mind's always blown. Um, just how much detail is put in them so perfectly. <laughs> Uh, thank you, two times. Uh, I actually get that a lot because, um, I, I don't know, I, I think it's not common for people to see something that's kind of like cute and cartoony, but also highly detailed. And um, when I grew up, you know, in the early 90s, I was really big into Where's Waldo books because I loved, I, I just loved getting lost in the pages of like trying to find every single thing after I found Waldo, like, Oh, over there, somebody's kicking a sandcastle. Or oh, over there, someone's trying to pull an eel out of a pirate ship cannon. And those little like nuggets of side stories really fascinated me. And I think it just permeated my boat somehow um, when I do my more recent stuff. Yeah, whoever made those books is a true artistic genius. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, definitely. And it's no wonder those books were super expensive. Just the. I mean, those books had, like, more detail in them than any other animation I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll be hard-pressed to find something similar. Um, yeah, they're, they're a truly unique gem of their time, and it's great that we had them. Imagine how long it must take have taken for them to make one page alone. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's a lot longer than it takes me with mine, like... <laughs> For me, it only takes like maybe eight to sixteen hours per drawing from idea to completion. But for you know a page spread, that's probably at least like twenty four, thirty hours just to get all those people in there just right and you know have it all line up. Well, and it's like where did I can't imagine where the ideas came from? Where to place them each time? <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I just I don't have any of that like I, I like I said I'll fuck up a stick figure so that it just it blows my it blows my mind that that like you know where that all comes from and and it's just, it's it's so impressive sure thank you yeah I, I don't really know how to explain it myself it's just something that I've somehow stumbled upon when I was a kid with you know drawing on TV and I just kind of followed that feeling and. It, it developed on its own in a way. Uh, it's that's awesome. creativity blossoming. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Danny. Um, I was really into drawing cartoons as a kid, but I always sucked at it. <laughs> like him, I fuck up a stick figure. <laughs> I have I have one little like drawing of a face that I can do, and that's that's about it. And it, even that one's horrible. It's it's just it's pathetic. Yeah, it's... I'm a horrible Pictionary partner. It's, oh, that's it, you know something? It, it, I don't think you would be, though, because as long as you can communicate through stick figures, you know, and you win points, that's what counts, because 
I've actually been in Pictionary tournaments where I like try to drive something super fast and detailed, but I still can't get my partners to like guess it right. Guess it, <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's surprisingly misleading to have artistic talent in a game like that. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy that just draws the circle and then a bunch of dots that I'm pointing to the circle and just making noises going, and I'm just drawing a circle over and over again and then pointing and then tapping the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what was that? I was like, it was a boat. Like, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I'm the kind... I would probably end up making Abraham Lincoln look like Donkey Kong. I mean, as long as you put his, like, really tall stovetop hat on him, I don't think it matters what he looks like. It would still look like Donkey yeah. Kong with a stovetop hat. <laughs> I like to see that. Sounds great. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, how long were you in L.A. for? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I was, I was around out there in, like, eight to ten months, um... It was a pretty fun ride. I'm surprised I didn't run into anyone else out there. Um, I did actually uh, get a chance to meet with DJ McHale, co-creator of Are You Afraid of the Dark, um, while I was working on my book. So it was cool to kind of oh, show wow. some of the early phases of it. Um, so, yeah, that that was a good takeaway from being out there. But, you know, in the end, ran out of money, had a retreat. And uh, when I had more savings up, you know, I'd be happy to come back and, you know, Maybe even see you guys if you're out there. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, man. We're, we're around. Sweet. <laughs> Maybe you can come to one of my dodgeball games. Sick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Dude, I, I, gotta check, I gotta check it out. You're gonna come, oh, Daddy. Sure. Don't you yeah. It's about to I'm cut. Gonna, I'm, gonna come and, I'm gonna come and heckle you. It's just so, about to cool. cut out. Um, yeah, you won't, be the, you won't be the only one. So. It's like rock and, rock and roll dodgeball. <laughs> 